Luke 16 starts with a parable of a, a shrewd manager. There was an employer and he saw that his employee was wasting his money. So he said, hey, I'm going to fire you. And the manager said, mm, what? My boss fires me? What am I going to do? I don't have the strength to dig ditches and I'm too proud of that. And then he's like, ah, I have an idea. So he invited each person that owed his employer money to discuss their financial situation. So he asked one person, how much do you owe him? And he said, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, take the bill and change it to 400 gallons. The next person he said, how much do you owe? I owe a thousand bushels of wheat. And he said, okay, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. In verse eight, the rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than our children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you will be honest with greater responsibility. And if you are untrustworthy with worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? So what this parable is really showing us is that God wants us to use our worldly resources to help others. He doesn't want us to just keep all of the things that he has blessed us with to ourselves. So when he says, if you're faithful with the little, then you'll be faithful with the lot. And as I think about this particular verse, it makes me think about a conversation I had with someone recently. And they told me that they stopped paying their tithes. And so your tithes, as we find in the Bible, are the first 10% of your income that you give to your church. And so the person said that they stopped paying their tithes because they were trying to cut corners. And the person realized that things in their life weren't going as well. And so they paid their tithes two weeks ago and they got a financial blessing, an unexpected financial blessing that equivocated to 10 times the tithes that they paid. So that's really what God is instructing us to do. Be faithful with the little that he's given you. If he's given you a one bedroom home, clean that one bedroom home up. Don't just let it go amok. If he has given you a car that is 15 years old, take care of that car. Don't just let it go by the wayside. Maybe you say, oh, I really want another child, but God has blessed you with one child. Enjoy that child. And whatever God has blessed you with, don't just use it for yourself. Use it to share your testimony with others. Use it to enhance his kingdom. Use it to, to bring glory to him who has given you all of the things, all of the things. The next parable in this chapter is about Lazarus laying at the gate of another rich man and he was covered in scraps. The rich man's dogs would come and lick his open sores. 
That is the only relief he got was from the rich man's dog licking his sores. No one talked to him, no one regarded him, no one spoke to him. Finally, the poor man died and he was carried by the angel to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried, verse 23, and he went to the place of the dead. There in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. And so the rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity, send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in these flames. And Abraham said, you had a whole lifetime to do whatever you wanted. And Lazarus had nothing. He suffered his entire life and you did nothing to help him. Not one thing. And he said, there's a chasm that separates you from us. You can't come over here and we can't come over there. And so the rich man begged and he said, can you please send Lazarus to tell my brothers what's gonna happen to them if they don't obey? And Abraham said, the prophets have gone and warned them. And it's up to your brothers to read what they wrote. This is another lesson on living your life and ensuring that you are doing things that are pleasing to God. Because once you close your eyes for that final time, there's nothing else. There's no more repentance. There's no more asking for forgiveness. There's no more saying, I give my life completely to you. So don't delay. Don't wait until the perfect time to say, Lord, I surrender my life completely and fully to you. And as believers as Christians we are not to keep all of the treasures keep all of the things that we have locked up to ourselves in both of these parables Jesus used a rich man a rich man that did not share his riches a rich man that was shrewd a rich man that allowed his dogs to lick somebody who was laying at his gate suffering don't be the rich man and allow the people around you to suffer. Don't allow the people around you to do things that are dishonest and close your eyes and act as if you don't see it. Stay in the light. Don't move into the darkness.